We have to go back, Kate. We have to go back! Hello everybody and welcome to Popcorn Saga Lost and this is Born to Run, it's a Kate episode, we're very close to the finale Obviously Popcorn Saga on your podcast app, Apple Podcast, Spotify, leave us a rating review Popcorn underscore Saga on Instagram I hope you're enjoying the rewatch. We're very close to the end of the first season of Lost. Born to Run is the 22nd episode of Lost and the 22nd produced hour of the series as a whole. And Kate decides that she needs to be one of the passengers on the boat and steal Sawyer's slot. So let's see how she gets on, shall we? Previously on Lost. Previously on Lost. Uh, Jack went a bit sick at Locke. They're all dealing with Boone's demise. We had a bit of Saeed stuff. We had a little bit of stuff about the raft. And everyone was told that, well, Saeed wanted to see the hatch. So let's see what Guan's. Let's go and see Kate, shall we? Let's do the flashback again. Ooh, ooh, ooh. A young blonde-haired woman pulls up at a motel. The license plate on her vehicle says Nebraska. But the woman quickly changes it to Ohio plates. <gasps> from an assortment stashed in a trunk of the car. Grabbing a towel and shampoo from the maid's car, the woman enters a room, and it's just been made vacant, adding a do not disturb sign. She puts dark hair dye on her blonde hair. As she showers, she is revealed to be none other than... Kate! But you didn't see that one coming. As the excess brown hair dye runs off her hair into the water at the hotel offices, she picks up a letter under the name Joan Hart. As Kate reads the handwritten note in the car, she begins to sob uncontrollably. At a hospital, Kate walks down the hall carrying a large bouquet of flowers. She poses as a delivery girl, asking to see Diane Janssen. Or is it Janssen? Let me know. On her way to the room, she sees a sheriff and uses the flowers to cover her face. Kate leaves the hospital without giving the flowers to the patient. And in the hospital parking lot, Tom Brennan gets in his car only to be surprised by Kate, who was hiding in the back. She tells him that Diane is dying of cancer and she needs his help. At Tom's house, Kate looks at the family photos on the refrigerator and Tom speaks to someone on the phone about needing to book the MRI scan. After finishing his phone call, Tom talks about his son and his wife and Kate is disappointed that he's married. He promises Diane will get a scan in the next few hours, so until then, they have some time to kill. And Kate wonders about whether it's still there. Hmm, is that a metaphor for Tom's boner for Kate? <clears throat> Don't be so rude. Though Tom is reluctant, Kate says they may never have this opportunity again. They drive out to a bare cattle field. So that's a cattle field with no cattle, not like bare cattle fields, bruv. With a huge tree engulfing the landscape. Here they count steps from the tree and begin to dig. Some time later, Tom offers Kate a beer as they continue their dig, before they manage to hit metal. Kate pulls out a box, and inside is a time capsule with a number of childhood objects, a baseball cap, and Tom's favourite toy airplane. Oh, they find a tape recording which they play, 
Recorded in 1989, Tom and Kate comment on how they will be married when they find the capsule in the future, and also about running away together. During this, young Kate additionally mentions that Tom knows why she'll always want to run. The tape is stopped, and the two kiss. Pulling away, Kate apologises as Tom says they better get to the hospital. Kate will just kiss anyone, but I suppose she loves him. He's a married man though, Kate. You're playing Sawyer and Locke, not Locke, Sawyer and Jack. You're messing with Tom's head. <sighs> At the ward, it becomes apparent that Kate just wanted a moment to see Diane in private after her surgery. And she needed Tom to help do this. With the final time alone together, Kate is reunited with her mother and apologises for everything she has put her through. Instead of a warm greeting, however, Diane screams for someone to help. And Diane is one of the aunties from Sabrina the Teenage Witch on Nickelodeon with Melissa Joan Hart. <clears throat> I think she's Elsa? I can't remember. Check it out. Kate runs from the room but is grabbed by security. She escapes by hitting him with his own walkie-talkie. Tom finds her and the two head off in his car. The police have already created a barricade preventing her from escaping. She shouts for Tom to get out of the car but when she refuses she drives straight through clipping the police car and drawing heavy fire from the sheriff. <laughs> Though they manage to escape, it is not without cost. As Kate realises that one of the sheriff's bullets has hit and killed Tom. With little time, Kate is forced to run from the car, leaving both Tom and the toy airplane behind. R.I.P. Tom. Whew, back on the island, that was some pretty heavy stuff in the flashback. Out by the sea, Kate plays with Tom Brennan's toy airplane. Meow. She's having a little game. <laughs> Her train of thought is interrupted by Charlie, who talks about drive shaft. You are everybody. And how the raft will save them all, meaning he can make millions on his comeback. As they watch some of the survivors working on the raft, they witness an argument sparked by survivor Dr. Arts. Oh, Dr. Arts. What a character. Arts tells the group, monsoon season is coming, meaning winds will change southwards towards Antarctica. As the raft needs to head north, they reach shipping lanes for a chance to rescue. He says the raft must leave immediately to avoid nature turning against them. So Art's just turned up. He's a teacher. He's been on the island. It's quite cool, a little introduction of Art's for the last few episodes. And the news hits everyone, especially Kate, who chases Michael, and she wants a place on the raft contesting Sawyer's spot. She's a sneaky little fucker, this Kate, pardon my French, and tries to present herself as a better candidate. Michael won't allow it. He says that the raft is full and Sawyer bought his passage fairly by giving crucial supplies. <sighs> Meanwhile, Saeed leads Jack into the jungle with Locke and they let him in on their secret. The hatch has now been partially dug up and the three decide they need to discuss what to do next. Sawyer begins to complain about the organisation and planning going into the raft, irritating Michael. He says Sawyer isn't the right man to come with them, considering he knows virtually nothing about sailing. Further down the beach, Kate is burning a picture of Joanna's passport so that she can use it should the raft be successful in the group is rescued. Sneaky little Russian Kate Austin. <sighs> Sawyer arrives having ascertained from Michael. Ascertained? Uh, and then after this place on the raft, he tells Kate that he knows what she was the marshal's prisoner on the plane and she will be captured if rescue arrives but a secret is safe with him and she will not take his spot he starts to leave but as she goes kate says if i want your spot 
I'll take it. Oh, big talk from the Kate. And you know what? I believe her. Walt passes some water to Michael and they work on the raft. They talk about what they will do when they get rescued. Suddenly, Michael stumbles, collapsing and ordering Walt to get Jack. Get Jack. We all need Jack. Walt finds Kate and son and Kate takes up the pursuit to find him. At the hatch exterior, Jack, Locke and Saeed discuss opening it. Saeed, cautious, says there is no handle on the hatch door, so perhaps it was never meant to be opened from the outside. As the group head back, Kate catches up and tells about Michael's collapse. After examining, Jack concludes there was something in his water and finds residue of a substance in his drinking bottle, suggesting foul play. Later, when Jack checks up on Michael, he inadvertently reveals the truth to him. A livid Michael immediately suspects Sawyer. However, Hurley also accidentally reveals that Locke and Kate was the fugitive, causing Locke and Jack to argue again about keeping secrets from each other on the island. Boom. Meanwhile, Charlie plays his guitar to Claire's baby and Claire cuts his hair. As you do, must have been scissors on the plane. He offers Claire a place to stay in LA when they get rescued. At the caves, Kate inquires after Michael asks whether his place on the raft is now open. Jack accuses her of poisoning him, and in disgust, Kate leaves. At the other end of the caves, Walt finds Locke changing the bandages on his leg. He wants Locke to know he didn't poison his father. When Locke grabs Walt's arm, Walt suddenly stops telling John to not open that thing, much to Locke's confusion. Back down the beach, Michael blankly tells Sawyer that he's off the raft, accusing Sawyer of poisoning him. In retaliation, Sawyer openly reveals to the entire group that Kate was the fugitive on the plane. He says Kate only cares about herself and would go to any length to escape. Kate admits that she was the criminal but denies poisoning Michael. He won't listen, however, reinstating Sawyer as the fourth passenger. Everyone moves out, leaving Kate alone with a little toy airplane or a poor Katie play with your airplane. Later, the raft is hurriedly being put back together to set sail ASAP. And Jack approaches Son. He tells her that he knows she is behind the poisoning and she had intended to poison Jin rather than Michael. Son admits everything. She did not want Jin to die at sea and just wanted to make him temporarily ill so he would not go. Jack says her secret is safe, but needs to say goodbye as Jin will be going. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. So you accuse Sawyer, he's not allowed on the boat. You accuse Kate, no one talks to her because she's a fugitive. Oh, it's right, son. You just poisoned Michael because you was meant to poison your husband. Why is she getting away with that? I thought you were cool, man. Son, I thought you were cool. You were my favourite favorite female and one of my favourite characters. Not good. Jack, you can't just let her off like that, mate. As night falls, Sawyer finds Kate, telling her he is back on the raft and it will set sail tomorrow. He says he only did what he had to do in revealing the truth because he couldn't afford to lose his place. Kate asks Sawyer why he needs to be on the raft so badly and Sawyer replies there's nothing on the island worth staying for. Kate drops her exterior for a moment and tells Sawyer be safe and she leaves or he leaves. Walter Michael sit by the raft Walt reveals that he destroyed the first raft he says he didn't want to leave the island at first but Michael isn't too mad what is this? Forgive, forgiveness corner I committed arson and attempted murder slash manslaughter with poison but nah it's fine mate he says they can stay on the island if Walt wants but his son says they need to go oh what does Walt know? 
Meanwhile, Sun finds Kate telling her Jack knows but not about Kate's part. The poisoning was Kate's idea all along. Fucking plot twists. Sun says Kate was only trying to help her, but the look on Kate's face suggests another agenda. Sun says that she always thought as a child that meeting the man she loved would make her life happy forever. As Kate stares into the dark, she adds, Yeah, me too. Well, Kate, this is not a good episode for you, mate. And neither are you, son. So you got son to poison her own husband because she wanted her to stay because then Kate could then take Jin's place. This is some fucked up shit. Anyway, who wants some trivia? The only bit of trivia I'm going to do is uh, basically a continuity error where Arts, the awesome teacher that's a bit whiny, claims that they're on the cusp of monsoon season but obviously that torrential rain never arrives the producers addressed this issue stating arts is an idiot <laughs> brilliant okay so we're coming to the end exodus part one is coming next which is the 23rd episode of loss uh, russo arrives at the camp morning about the others um, they go to the black rock which is awesome and yeah, it's the beginning of the end of season one, which is awesome. I've really enjoyed it. Season two will be coming at some point, but I need to go to Westeros soon. So I'm going to bang these last three episodes out. Thank you for listening. All the usual stuff at the Popcorn Saga on Twitter. We're a bit more active on there now. At Popcorn underscore Saga on Instagram. Find us in all your podcast apps. Just search Popcorn Saga. Like, subscribe. Give us a five-star review. Thank you for everyone that's been listening. Thank you for the iHeartRadio crew. I'm really loving that. So I'll see you next time on Lost. And remember, you can poison people and you can... What else was forgiven? I don't know. Arson? But all is forgiven. Unless you're Sawyer. Yeah. See you next time, guys. On Lost. Yeah, listen, I've uh, I've been growing some poison in Sun's garden, and Kate and Sun are going to use it to try and kill people. I gave Walt some matches to burn down the raft, uh, but it's fine because it wasn't Sawyer. <laughs>